Master Plan Retirement Consultants, Inc. is not affiliated with or endorsed by the Centers for Disease Control and or any other government agency. This is Retirement Roadmap Radio with Mark Fricks from Master Plan Retirement Consultants. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Mark Fricks provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, Retirement Income Planning, Wealth Management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is Retirement Roadmap Radio with your host, Mark Fricks. Hello again and welcome to another episode of Retirement Roadmap Radio with me, Mark Fricks, your host and our co-host as always, the Mr. Tony Shore that'll be joining us here in just a second. We've got a great show today. Uh, we're going to be talking uh, a little bit about Social Security. I, I, I'm asked a lot the question, Mark, will Social Security be there when I retire? And it's kind of a complicated answer. I'm not saying no, but I'm not going to say a definite yes. I think it definitely will be different. So, so we're going to talk about that today and, and uh, hopefully explore that and maybe some alternatives or things you can do to prepare in case it is different or God forbid is gone. So I think it's a great topic for today. What do you think, Tony? Is that a good topic or not? Uh, I think it's a great topic. I, I mean, if we have listeners out there who haven't yet filed for Social Security or maybe they've recently filed uh, this is very important, and we all want to know that that's going to be there each month for us in retirement, and I know it's a big part of what we get to pay those monthly bills in retirement, and we need that type of income that will last as long as we do. So, you know, I'm looking forward to that, uh, switching gears a little bit, but there is a lot going on out there right now, isn't there? Yeah, there really is. Of course, we are dealing with the virus right now and, and, and things are beginning to reopen a little bit. I did want to say a quick word about the stock market because that is the question I get the most. And um, what, first of all, nobody knows. I mean, right now we've we've actually you know gained back some of the losses. We certainly haven't, are not back to where we were back at the high point near the beginning of the year. But I believe another uh, shoe is going to be dropping here right now. There's so much uh, stimulus and with the Fed pumping so much money in into the markets and into the economy that uh, Wall Street is not reacting to the economy. They're reacting to liquidity uh, and money and, and being propped up. That's not going to last forever. Uh, there's going to come a point to where, um, you know, these companies that are laying off people and, and some are making it permanent, um, that's going to start coming back around. And, you know, the stock market ultimately is built on spending. And if, you're, if your unemployment rate is, is really, really high and lots of people are not working, then lots of people are not spending and people that are working are afraid to spend. Um, so I think there's another shoe that's going to drop. So if you are concerned about that, give my office a call. You need a plan before that next shoe drops. If it does drop, again, I'm not, um, I'm not putting any money on anything at this point, but I did want to just insert that, that if that's something that is concerning you um, and, and the problem with people making decisions on their own money is emotions. Um, and so by talking to us, we're able to help you from a, an, an unemotional standpoint and, and come up with a strategy that is based on your needs, your desires, your future, your age, all of that coming together. So don't be afraid to ask for help. 
So I uh, just yeah. want to make sure I, I mentioned that when in these uh, the times that are going on. And again, thank you to those that are on the front lines, those first responders, those um, uh, workers that are critical to our economy and making sure things continue flowing. You are continually in our prayers and we do appreciate it. Yeah. Well, and yeah, it is a tough time for a, a lot of folks out there. And hopefully things will get back to some type of normal. It's going to happen slowly, but uh, I think we can get there. Um, But financially, yeah, people need to make sure they look at their finances right now uh, during this time because there may be some opportunities because of the stimulus package that was passed and because of what's going on with the markets. You have to look at these things now. Today, you wanted to talk a bit about Social Security, right? What's up with that? Yeah, yeah I, actually, I think a, a good title for today might be Five Reasons Why Social Security Will Be Around and Five Reasons Why Maybe It Won't Be Around. So we're going to cover the positive first, um, and I'm just going to go ahead and go ahead and kick it off because I have a feeling we're going to run out of time today because we've got a lot to talk about. <laughs> yeah. But um, the first one is um, it, you can count on it being there because it's called what we call the third rail of American politics. And what I mean by that is, you know, the third rail on a subway is the one that will shock you and kill you. And that's kind of the way politicians look at Social Security. If they were to uh, touch that you know, the Holy Grail uh, called Social Security, they are kind of, um, uh, you know, killing their careers because um, there will be a lot of people that will not vote for them. There will be a lot of people that will be storming the gates of the White House or Congress. Um, So it is a political, uh, uh, I guess, dynamite to touch that. So that is one reason why you can count on it being around, maybe being different, but, um, you know, getting rid of it would really be... um, uh, Again, something that would um, certainly um, devastate the politicians and uh, only if they want to get out of office would they vote for something like that. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's it's going to be important uh, to focus on. Obviously, you know, Social Security, we worry whether it's going to be around or not. And we want to make sure it's there to rely on. Uh, But I know it's a big part or it's really the foundation of the retirement plans that you create, right? Yeah, it really is. We, we do start with Social Security. We, we uh, run maximization reports. It is part of our income planning. Um, I have some, fe- some people will come to me and say, leave Social Security out of it and tell me what we do. Uh, but most people, you know, are counting on it being there. And that's why I thought the show might be important yeah. to, to, to discuss that. Well, yeah, yeah, and that first one's important. Obviously, it is a third rail or a political, uh, you know, a hot potato that no politician wants to touch. Uh, because they don't want to be the one that cuts Social Security. Uh, What's another reason why you believe Social Security or, or that Social Security might be around? Yeah, number two, uh, while we can count on it being around, is that Congress has saved the program in the past. There's been times in the past when it's going to run out of money, and they've either raised taxes, they've cut benefits, they've raised the age uh, when we can get full retirement from 65 up to now 67 for folks that are born after 19, I think it's after 1964, 65, something like that. Uh, so, that you know, they can be a little bit painful changes, but it has kept in the past. Uh, we were very close to running out of money back in, uh, in the 80s. Uh, and they made a lot of changes like this. So so uh, Congress, uh, you know, they finally sometimes hopefully get around to taking action on things like this and, and it being so important. I think they will. I think they'll put um, partisanship aside uh, for something as important as this. Uh, they do have some time. We're not going to run out, uh, you know, until uh, I think 2035. 
So they may wait another 15 years to, you know, to, to really approach it very, very, you know, very, you know, it's kind of like when you're negotiating a contract uh, for a ball player, they don't really get serious until, you know, the day the contract's running out or the, or the deadline or whatever, or, or maybe a new NFL bargaining agreement or whatever. It's always the last day or two that they seem to come up with all the right ideas. And I think that's probably what's going to happen with the Congress when it comes to making sure Social Security stays, uh, stays funded. Yeah, and that's that's a good point as well. Uh, so that's number two. Uh, what's the third thing that we need to look at uh, the reason why Social Security might be around for a while? Well, number three is, um, you know, most of the Social Security benefits come from payroll taxes. And so even if they don't do anything, you know, to shore this up, because 75 to 80 percent of the of the money comes from payroll taxes, that will still continue to happen. So, you know, their prediction is even if the trust fund runs out, at least they're going to be able to continue funding the 75%. Uh, so, you know, you're technically your payment would drop by 25%. That's not a good thing. But I'm just saying at least the payroll taxes will continue funding so that uh, at least, you know, some of Social Security will continue being paid. So um, I don't, like I said, it, it's uh, don't see it going away from that standpoint. Um, and, you know, they can always turn around and raise taxes, raising, you know, they certainly done that before. And, and yeah. we'll talk about that here in just a minute. So yeah, that's, uh, I don't that's think they'll have any solution. problem. Yeah. I don't think they'll have any problem raising taxes. No, no, no. They, <laughs> that, that's something that seems to come easy for sure. So uh, these are all great points. And I just hope that social security will be around for me and for my family, for my kids, when they mm-hmm. get to the, be the age, if they're paying in as they work and their employers are paying Social Security tax and they're paying Social Security tax, mm-hmm. I'm hoping that the funds will be there uh, to help them in retirement. Because nowadays, sure. I think people need all the help they can get. I mean, I know you deal with people who have you know, millions of dollars in retirement money and people who have not so much and uh, everybody in between. But I think we all love to have and it, are helped by that um, social security and a lot of people really rely on it. So especially with healthcare costs going up and things like that, right? Absolutely. I, I can't remember the number, but it's a pretty high percentage of fee- people that are retired that their only income is social security, you know, so they're living on, they're single, they're living on 20 to 25,000 a year, maybe 30 at the most. Uh, so it's, uh, it's, it's, a, it's like, maybe a third of people that's all they have to live on uh in retirement so uh yeah it's uh, it's pretty yeah, critical for tough. sure yeah that's tough yeah. all right i think we have do we have one more left i've got one more for 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 why we can count on it and that that is that the trust funds that do back up social security are very conservatively managed they are invested in u.s treasury debt which is really considered the safest investment in the world the u.s government has the power to you know to collect money to tax people so they can make good on obligations and it has the power to print money um so it's very unlikely that the government will default on its debt um you know inflation of course uh, is, is an enemy of this conservative uh, investment because really these probably don't earn enough to even even keep up with inflation. But we don't have to worry about a bad stock market draining the trust fund. So they are very conservative with that money. They're you know taking good care of it. So um, uh, I, I think at least um, you know the trust fund is going to be stretched out as long as it can until they can find a solution and, and have more money flowing in than what's flowing out. Yeah. Yeah, and that's that's important. So, okay, we've covered the five uh, reasons that Social Security 
is still going to be around and isn't going away, uh, especially anytime soon. Okay. And you're going to go over five reasons why Social Security is in trouble. Look at the uh, flip side of the coin uh, here in a bit. But first, let's take a quick break. And before the break, do you have anything you want to add? Yes, we uh, just want to let folks know we are uh, conducting initial consultations uh, via uh, web Zoom right now. We're able to, uh, you know, share video, share audio. I can share uh, information on my screen with you and things like that. We're still trying to stay bunkered down. Uh, We are beginning to do a little bit of... um, uh, of of one uh, face-to-face but most of our clients and prospects and folks wanting to see us we're still playing it kind of kind of close to the vest so again we uh more and more people being frightened of the stock market and how it's going to affect their retirement um i mean you know i'm offering 30 minutes to an hour of my time to to just chat with you and you know whether it being being giving a little bit of advice or, or some guidance or answering questions or you just need somebody to take a look at what you're doing or give you a second opinion so we have um, I'm trying to keep a lot of openings for that right now. I've got 10 openings for the next week for that. So the first 10 folks that contact us, we'll be able to get you on, on our schedule. Um, and um, um, yeah, again, cover whatever you want to cover. Uh, best way to reach us would be, um, number one, you can go to the website, masterplanretire.com, um, masterplanretire.com. Again, and then just go to the contact button. You can give us a call, 770-980-9262, or you can text the word master plan to the number 21,000. So just type in 21,000 like it's a phone number, text master plan, and our um, our information will pop up for, for, for you being able to contact us. Um, and not only do we do the complimentary consultation, but we also have, we'll send you my book, uh, The Road Less Traveled, about retirement and conservative retirement planning. All right. And we're going to be right back with more Retirement Roadmap Radio with our host, Mark Fricks, after this. Unpleasant surprises can be annoying, but sometimes they can be devastating. If your retirement plan is vulnerable to unpleasant surprises, you do have a choice. There are strategies that can help ensure that any surprise is a welcome one and help reduce threats to your retirement. At Master Plan Retirement Consultants, we specialize in helping to protect your portfolio from unpleasant surprises. Visit masterplanyourretirement.com to request a guide to your nice, predictable retirement. And welcome back to Retirement Roadmap Radio. I'm your co-host, Tony Shore. Our host is Mark Fricks. And we've been talking about Social Security, five reasons why it's not going anywhere and it's here to stay. And that was the first half of the show. Now you're going to give us five reasons why it might go away. (laughs) Right? right. We're looking at both sides of the coin. We're trying to look at it from all angles so we understand what's going on out there, right? That's exactly right. We want to make make sure everything's on the table, uh, that we understand what's going on. We don't want to put our our head, you know, heads in the sand or anything like that. Let's uh, let's examine everything we can, and then we come up with a strategy. So the first one is uh, the reason maybe you shouldn't count on it is that it's not your money. Um, you know, again, it's not going into a lockbox, and therefore, since it's not your money, Congress can change the rules. Now, we talked about them changing it earlier to for the better and to make sure money's there. Um, but part of those changes could be shrinking that check you get. Um, they could they could make you wait longer. Maybe full retirement age would become seventy. Uh, maybe they will come up with a new formula for cost of living, so the cost of living increases are much smaller. 
maybe they would just find a way to pay you less instead of the you know 35 highest years you know and and averaging that out uh, maybe they take you know the you know maybe the 40 years or maybe they they uh, come up with a formula that um, you know when that and it's a very complicated formula by the way uh, I used to teach it in class how they come up with that formula but maybe they they just change the formula so there's less credit given for your average or whatever so there's so many things they can do um, that technically they can take it away they have that power I mean we put them in office to, to make laws and to break uh, well not break well, break laws they break laws in Congress but not to break <laughs> yeah. them but Freudian that slip was kind of yeah. a Freudian Congress slip. Exactly. in office to break laws <laughs> that's, right. that's for sure wow yeah that was a <laughs> let's not cut that out let's leave that in the show for sure well, yeah uh, so um um, yeah, but they, they're there. They can change laws, uh, just like they did a couple of years ago when they did away with file and suspend, which was a strategy that could definitely raise your benefit. Well, that's not there anymore. So that right there saved a lot of money. And so they're going to look at those kinds of things, too. So, so you know, I have a lot of folks, like I said earlier, that come in and say, not a lot of folks, but a few folks say, you know, don't count Social Security when you're doing our plan or only count half of it or whatever. Um, so, again, Congress... They, they give it and they take it away. So, yeah. All right. So, what's next? Number two on the hit parade. So, number two, while we should not necessarily count on it, is that uh, even though taxes have skyrocketed when it comes to payroll taxes, because when it first started, the tax rate was 2% uh, a payroll tax to pay for social security. And 1% was paid by you and 1% by your employer. And that was based on your first 3000 of income back in the late thirties. We're currently at 12.4%. And so that's an increase of what? Five times, six times, six times increase wow. uh, since then. So what's wow. to stop them from again, you know, raising them because even though taxes have skyrocketed, the trust funds are still running short and running dry. Uh, so there is no limit to the amount of additional taxes that you know that people are willing to pay for, you know, for benefits. So uh, they may raise taxes so much that it, you know, it cuts out a lot of social security. Right now, as you know, social security is partially taxable as well. What if they make them fully taxable? They've just cut your check by that much more so again um it's it's just that something else congress can come up with that will in one way or another cut your income or at least uh, reduce your income whether it be uh like we said earlier through rules and regulations about social security or like here on number two raising taxes right uh there you go raising taxes again uh <laughs> they love to do that uh, mm-hmm. so okay that was two what's three on the list well three is we mentioned that social security depends on payroll taxes okay so um just like right now there are fewer and fewer people working every week and so that means there are fewer and fewer payroll taxes being collected and so that puts uh, you know puts us at more risk of those funds running even shorter quicker now i you know hopefully this is a short-term thing hopefully people get back to work you know sooner than later and the strain may not be as bad as we think but what else will happen next year what else will happen you know five years from now that's going to you know again having few people paying in so congress may take a look at that and say well we're going to you know we're not collecting as much therefore we're not going to pay out as much and so we're going to reduce the amount of social security checks people are getting and we've got you know we've got 80 million baby boomers retiring and and so over the next few years it started a few years ago and so um that's going to cut back on how much payroll tax 
taxes we're getting. These baby boomers retiring, they're not working. Therefore, they're not paying into Social Security anymore. In fact, they're taking it out together with Medicare and other social services that seniors can take advantage of. So, um, again, it's not I wouldn't call it being all on solid ground at this point. Yeah, that's a tough one. And that probably like you say, though, uh, you know, Social Security may be around like we talked about in the first half of the show. You gave five reasons why it's going to still be around. Uh, but it, one way to look at it is we're still going to pay for it. <laughs> so exactly uh, right. one way or the other, they'll probably make us raise the money that we put in. Uh, that's how they're going to shore it up is by having us pay in more one way yeah. or the other. So more in and yeah. less out. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. All right. You have one final uh, reason why social security is in jeopardy. Well, this is, this is not necessarily why it's in jeopardy. It's just, um, well, I'm just going to come out and say it. It's a horrible investment. Um, I did a little bit of math here. And, and if you take the average salary uh, and then take 12.4% of that, which is the payroll tax, that's about $6,000 a year that the average person is paying into Social Security. So you do that over, let's say, a 40-year career. You've put in between $1.6 and $2.7 million. Uh, and that doesn't count any growth. That's just, you know, so if you were to have put that into just an IRA or whatever, um, you would have probably around $2 million, okay? Uh, as opposed to if you look at the monthly benefit is about half that uh, over an average lifetime. So instead of you've, you've paid in 6100 a year, you're going to collect an average of about 3500 a year. Uh, I'm sorry, a month. Um, so you just um, you, you do the math and it just doesn't work that you're making anything on Social Security. Uh, I know there are some people that don't pay into Social Security. I know some school systems, some government workers don't pay into Social Security, and it goes into either a pension or a 401k or a combination of both. And again, if you're smart about where it goes, um, you are better off putting it into your own lockbox, as I think um, uh, some president said a few years back, um, and and making something on that money uh, versus versus um, um, going, again, going into Social Security and collecting half as much as you would if you had put it into your own account. Right. Yeah, that makes, yeah, exactly. So that's a really good point as well. So really what our listeners need to be doing, we're almost out of time here, but they need a strategy in place and one that incorporates Social Security, right? Right. That's the number one thing is a strategy. You don't just need to be driving uh, toward retirement blindly, hoping, wishing, uh, hey, I've got a spreadsheet mark. Okay, well, we have about 100 of them we use. Uh, and it takes into account anything and everything. And so, you know, get help. Uh, again, you, you, you don't need to go down and, and find somebody to invest your money. You need to find somebody that is a retirement consultant that can take into account everything in retirement to make sure that every base is covered, uh, whether it be uh, you know, tax planning, estate planning, income planning, social security planning, uh, Medicare planning. I mean, I can just keep going on and on. It's got to be a combination of all that. So if you, again, take advantage of our uh, consultation, the complimentary consultation, you will get a copy of my book. I think that would be a big help for you. Or if you just want to order it on Amazon, just type in my name, Mark Fricks, F-R-I-C-K-S, and uh, the book called The Road Less Traveled will pop up. I think it's like 12 bucks or something, if I remember 
remember correctly, and that goes to charity. Uh, and um, or like I said, take advantage of the consultation, and you'll get a free one in the mail. So um, uh, awesome. the way to contact us seven seven zero nine eight zero nine two six two. Look on the web masterplanretire.com or t- uh, text to uh, twenty one thousand the word master plan, and that's three ways to uh, to contact us. All right, and that does it for today's episode of Retirement Roadmap Radio with our host, Mark Fricks. And we are so glad you joined us, and I hope you learned a lot today. I hope it raised more questions so you will be inspired to get help. In the meantime, same time next week. Until then, remember, plan well and prosper. Thank you for listening to Retirement Roadmap Radio. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Mark Fricks at Master Plan Retirement Consultants. Call 770-980-5262 or visit their website at masterplanyourretirement.com. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Advisory services offered through Master Plan Retirement Consultants, a registered investment advisor in the state of Georgia. Mark Fricks and Master Plan Retirement Consultants are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency.